Hello, I am Jodeska Villan and this is another Rappler Podcast episode where we discuss facts, nuances, and controversies behind the big issues in the Philippines. This is Rappler's Newsbreak Beyond the Stories. This is actually our first episode for 2020 and like we said in the past year, we can expect a lot of episodes this year kasi it's going to be a big one in terms of controversies and issues. But anyway, today we're going to talk about the possible sanctions of the United States against people involved in the detention of Senator Leila De Lima. Pero background muna before we go into that. Senator De Lima has been detained since February 2017 over drug charges. She's accused of being part of the illegal drug trade particularly inside the New Believed Prison when she was just his secretary. But consistently sinasabi niya na hindi totoo ito and sinasabi rin niya na it's just retaliation ng government ni Duterte over her opposition of the president's viol- uh, violent policies, including yung bloody anti-illegal drug campaign. And if we remember, Dalima was the chairperson of the Commission of Human Rights when the CHR investigated yung Davao Death Squad during the term of Duterte when he was mayor of Davao City. Kasama ko sa episode na ito si Sofia Tomacruz, Rappler's Foreign Affairs Reporter, who covered this issue since pumutok ito, I think, last week of December 2019, right? Yes. So, thank you, Sofia, for joining me today. Thank you for having me. My first question, how did the situa- situation of the Lima reach the chambers of the U.S. Congress? Can you walk us through yung timeline na baka lumabas yung possibility na mapasama ito and when it was finally confirmed? Kasi mm-hmm. I remember, di ba, may mga tips na ganito na baka nga mapasama siya. Mm-mm. So even before news broke that Trump signed 2020 budget of the U.S. State Department, which contained the provision on the prohibition on entry on officials involved in the Lima's detention, the years, months, and even weeks leading up to that moment, we already saw U.S. lawmakers closely monitoring the Lima's mm, case. Okay. And we knew this because they would issue statements from time to time, and they would also is- issue resolutions in both the House and in the Senate that condemned the Lima's detention. Okay. And in those statements and resolutions, they would also call for her release or call on the Philippine government to provide the Lima a fair trial. Mm, okay. Now, but these all really came to head in the last week of December when Trump signed the... 2020 U.S. State Department budget. Mm-hmm. And what was interesting about that budget was that, as you mentioned earlier, it contained a provision on the prohibition on entry, which tasks the U.S. Secretary of State, okay. Mike Pompeo, to bar from entering the United States any Philippine official on whom he has credible information to have been involved mm. in the detention of Delima. Pero I think when I heard na ganun nga, yung question na nasisip ko, out of all the legal documents, bakit sa 2020 budget ito naisama? Kasi parang in the Philippines, diba? sa context ng Philippines, hindi, mm-hmm. hindi usual na may ganyan. Right. Well, I think it's important to note din na when it comes to the 2020 State Department budget, that provision on the prohibition on entry was included in the general provisions. Okay. And that was added as an amendment okay. by U.S. Senators Richard Durbin and Patrick Leahy. These are Democrats. These are Democrats, okay. right. And that provision actually has been already in place in previous iterations of the budget okay. in the previous years. And that's because Senator Leahy wrote the provision ha- which has already been in law for many years. Mm. And it involves any official who was... It actually covers any official who has been engaged mm. in serious corruption or gross violation of human rights. Global, globally. Yeah, and, globally. Okay. And it's the prerogative of the state secretary to impose that prohibition. But what was different this time is that Durbin and Leahy 
called out the Yuma's case by name. Mm. So they put attention on her case and they were basically telling the Secretary of State to apply that provision in her case. Mm. And I remember in the, in the days leading up to that, I mean, the days after that, there was an argument, right, about whether or not it was actually yeah. placed in the document Kasi itself. Because I remember my prototype blogger who said it's fake news and then some senators parang agreed yeah and, parang then the post was on Twitter mm-hmm. na parang wala na naniniwala sa wag naniniwala sa fake, fake news sa Philippines then eventually I think you came out with explainer diba right so yun nga may mabas na isang face may may isang Facebook post that was saying basically that it's wrong because it wasn't included in the final 2020 budget yeah. but the US Congress's budget process is a lot different and and kind of more complicated than our Sim- simple um, sense, normal oh. budget process in yeah. the simple sense that if we have a general appropriations act where all that's the final the only the only document that you refer to their budget process is different in the sense that there are several documents mm-hmm. that are referred to through provisions in 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 those separate documents and all together they they make up the 2020 budget of a specific department mm. and so you're not looking at just one document so when, parang it's like the final document that Trump signed it's cited the document which included this exact phrase on the Lima. Right. So the 2020 ba? consolidated budget that he signed has this important provision called the explanatory statement. Okay. In that explanatory statement, it points to a further, another okay. document that focuses only on the State Department's budget. Mm. And in that document, it has an, another explanatory statement that points to, that, that basically says, accompanying House and Senate reports that tackle the 2020 State Department budget are still considered valid Mm-mm. if they were not negated in this in that specific document. Okay. And in the case of the of the prohibition on Delima, with regards to Delima's case, uh, it wasn't negated, and so it was still considered mm-hmm. valid. And this was confirmed to us also by officials and staff of Senators Durbin and Leahy. Mm. Mm-hmm. And parang so complicated na, And if you're going to go out and say na that's fake news or completely say na wala naman sa pinirmahan na to, dapat pala you're aware of how the budget process works in the US mm-hmm. kasi magmumukha ka lang uninformed, di ba? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure parang what that post, that Facebook post really intended to do is smear the efforts of the opposition calling for the release of mm-hmm. the Lima. Mm-hmm. Pero my question is, mayroon na key people identified that may possibly be targeted by the sanctions? Kasi ang dami nag-react eh. And right. parang yung reaction nila, una, may mga nag-site ng sovereignty, dapat walang interfer- interference. Mm-hmm. And then may iba naman na naghugas kamay na. Mm-mm. Mayroon na bang mga nalistahan? And if wala pa, ano ba yung qualifications to be included? And who will decide? Who will parang finalize it? Right. At least on the Lima's part, there has been an initial Aww. list that she shared with the media in a in a media release, just a simple media release last October 2019. And of course, on top of the list is President Rodrigo Duterte himself, mm-hmm. because she says that the president took a direct hand in controlling inmate witnesses who he ordered their transfer from Belibe to a military facility. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, along with Duterte, she named Panelo. Presidential spokesperson Salvador Panelo, who, as his legal counsel, she said, also failed to, prov- to provide him and give him the advice that he was violating her human rights mm. and depriving her of freedom, which 
are quote unquote abuses offensive to justice and humanity. Mm. And along with Panelo and Duterte, she named online bloggers and pro Duterte supporters Moka Uson, Sasot, mm. and Arginato, who was the person who released that Facebook post saying mm. kind of trying to discredit the the approval of such pro- prohibition in the 2020 budget. To add also to that, the Lima also named certain lawmakers in the House of Representatives who were part of a probe because remember the House of yeah. Representatives probed um, marathon Lima, hearings yeah, soon, eh? her her quote unquote her supposed ties to the mm. to the drug trade. She said that these lawmakers in the House of Representatives were part of a probe where criminal convicts were induced to testify, mm. which she said they were they were induced to testify in exchange for prison privileges and immunity, if not presidential pardon. Mm, okay. And she named these these lawmakers as former Speaker Pantaleon Alvarez, former Justice Secretary Vitaliano Aguirre, Solicitor General Jose Calida, PAO Chief Presida Costa, and Congressman Ray O'Malley and Rudy Farinas, among others. And I remember Rudy Farinas released a statement saying that he's not involved in the mm-hmm. in the detainment. Parang they only conducted hearings. Right. So far, hugas kami na. Pero yun yung parang andaming def, andaming mga nag-defense na agad or nag-nagin defensive na hugas kami. But in your in your opinion and analysis, siguro kasi you've covered this issue naren and foreign affairs. Then how do you see this affecting yung lives ng mga possibly included in the sanctions? I think for one, well, one concrete way it affects them is that they either have their, if the ban is imposed on them, uh-huh. and if it is implemented on them, then they would have their U.S. visas either denied or mm. revoked. And that doesn't, it's not limited to just them alone. Mm. Um, that also extends to their immediate family members. Okay. That's one way that they're con- concretely affected. And at the same time, I think when it comes to their reputation and their image, they would be known the world over as people who are guilty of serious human rights violations. Mm. And as we know, the U.S. isn't the only country with a law mm-hmm. or with the power to prohibit people from entering, people who have been accused of violating human rights. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when that precedent is there already, mm. it gives other countries the basis or at least um reason to look at the Lima's case and look at the Philippines and decide if they want to take similar action. Parang talaga lilit yung mundo ng mga people involved, no? Mm-hmm. And we know naman how the government officials in the Philippines love to travel. Right. Pag may laban nga lang si Pacquiao sa Las Vegas, yes. punta sila lahat doon. Mm-hmm. And of course, then yung opportunities for their immediate family ma-affected because of what they did. Mm-hmm. So how different is this from the Magnitsky Act? Because I remember in the last year, there were reports that possible to apply it. Because mm-hmm. in the context of some officials in Myanmar, I think na na apply the Magnitsky Act to them. Right. Yeah, the Magnitsky Act sanctions are totally separate from the provi- the prohibition on entry mm-hmm. found in the 2020 budget. Okay. So the Global Magnitsky Act basically is the United States law which gives its executive branch the power to invoke to impose visa and travel restrictions and financial sanctions on human rights violators anywhere in the world. Okay, so by financial sanctions meaning mean, freezing their assets. We mean freezing their assets and bank accounts only in the US. Okay. Because that's a jurisdiction. And the Global Magnitsky Act was invoked in separate Senate resolution, mm-hmm. which condemned the Lima's imprisonment again, denounced her arrest, and it 
the same resolution also denounced the detention of human rights defenders and political leaders. Okay. It also includes calling out the harassment of media in the mm. Philippines, particularly of Rappler and, and Maria Ressa. But how significant itong Magnitsky Act nito? Kasi if, di ba yung global, mm-hmm. it also includes other, like EU, Canada rin, di ba? Right. And it's also different from the 2020 State Department budget's prohibition on entry because it widens the scope of, of mm. those who can be denied entry to the US. Okay. Because the... The proposed global Magnitsky sanctions cover not just officials responsible and involved in the Lima's detention, but also members of security forces and Philippine officials mm. who are responsible for extrajudicial killings seen in the government's anti-legal drug campaign. Pero wala pang update regarding dito, no? No update on this yet. What we're waiting for is for the U.S. Senate to approve the measure and to I mean to adopt the measure okay. because then that would kind of start the process where they would send a letter to President Trump who would determine in 120 days whether or not there are officials involved mm. who the officials involved are I mean and whether or not he will impose sanctions but then again this is all this all still has to be determined and there's also no certainty if we would know who these officials are mm. if this were unless if, they experience it Nah, Unless they experience it because because Trump has the option to either give the report as classified or unclassified. Mm, okay. So here's my next question regarding dun sa provisions of the 2020 mm-hmm. budget. What can we expect from the US regarding this move next? And can they still withdraw this ba? Maybe like hindi nila implement or sit on it basically? Well, we can expect the US, U.S. Secretary of State to either take action mm-hmm. and deny these officials entry but we would only know who these officials are if the Secretary of State or if the U.S. decides to publish mm. uh, the names of these people. They, they're they not mandated to. Mm-mm. And in that same sense, we also won't know if they decided to like, sit on it or something okay. until we also receive news from our end, let's say, if these officials have been barred and if the mm. officials themselves want to wanna disclose that information to the public. But considering how transparent the senators who push for this, no, I'm sure they will really closely follow it na ma-implement and ma-release yung whoever will be included. Mm-hmm. So we'll watch out for that. Mm-hmm. And siguro for my last question, from the part of those na possibly ma-include, kasi more or less baka ma-idea rin tayo, di ba? If they stop whatever they're doing, kunyari mag-turn quote sila or mag change ng stance, can this change yung possibility na ma-include sila or consider pa rin na they did it? Well, that's hard to say with certainty because it will really all depend on the kind of information that the Secretary of State or even the President of the U.S. has when mm. determining those sanctions and who to impose it on. But I think what we what we can say for certain is that if and when these sanctions would be imposed, the officials who would feel its reach uh-huh. will definitely be known around the world as... Officials who have overreached, who have violated human rights of, of citizens and who have been involved in corruption, in serious corruption. Because those are the two, let's say, those are the two requirements for Magnitsky sanctions to have been mm. imposed. And with that, when it comes to the Global Magnitsky Act, there are also many countries around the world who are following the suit of the United States and implementing their own versions of the Magnitsky Act. And so, as when you're banned as a kind of person, the world becomes smaller for you and your and your immediate family members also. And I think it sends a strong message that you know 
human rights violations will not be tolerated mm-hmm. and that once and that in committing these acts there are concrete and tangible consequences that come along with it serious ones not only your image but your ability and your family's ability to travel mm-hmm. which for many of the government officials is seen as a luxury for them mm-hmm. So on that note, we will have to wait kung ano next na mangyari talaga. It all depends on Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and Donald Trump. But it's exciting eh, to see how this possibly involved with its crumble to wash their hands. Mm-hmm. Kasi parang big deal nga talaga sa kanila traveling eh. Right. Especially in the US. And of course, titingnan natin kung malalabas yung final list or we'll see them trickle down lang eh na sabi mo nga kanina na malalaman na natin pag na-reject na sila or na-bar mm-hmm. sila for, ent- for mm-hmm. entering like what happened in the past. So thank you, Sofia, for joining me today and for clarifying a lot of things related to the issue. And I hope this clarifies a lot of misconceptions particularly dun sa 2020 budget provision and yung non-inclusion niya sa na-document si Donald Trump. And thank you listeners for tuning in. If you would like to be updated on this issue and other things, please visit Rappler and also follow us on our social media accounts. Again, I am Jodeska Villan and this is Newsbreak Beyond the Stories.